You boys are out of your mind. Ooh, yeah, dig it. A little bit of the bubbly. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Big Boys and Body Slams. Three goofballs that talk about wrestling. We're here to boost your ass and have a blast. So enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. In uh, the beginning of August of 2018, the three of us started talking about this crazy idea of doing a pro wrestling podcast. At the time, we had no structure, no plan of what it was going to be about, no ideas. All we had was this one germ, this one seed of an idea. And it was, what if we did a podcast together? Well, about three weeks of a lot of messaging back and forth, a lot of logo designs, a lot of chats, a lot of talks, a lot of getting gear together. Big Boys and Body Slams was born. We missed SummerSlam 18 by just a little bit, but uh, that first week of September, we dropped our first episode on WrestleMania 19. And it sucked. It was pretty bad. <laughs> Definitely rough around the edges. In retrospect, it's not a very good episode, uh, but we did it, and we got it out, and we kept getting some out. And we had some ups and downs along the way, and a hiatus in between there. Some of us had to get married. Some of us had to get married, that's right, and uh, some, of you, some of you had to graduate from college. True. And hit their first home run in softball. There you go. Uh, but wow, along the those, way... Those were just all you. Wow, nice. I'd, li- <laughs> I'd like to think that we learned a lot. I mean, you got a promotion. You got... Oh, I graduated college, too. You graduated cool. college, too, yeah. Cool. And along the way, I think we learned a lot about podcasting. I think we learned a lot about each other. I think we learned a lot about... People. Uh, people and, and then- communication and wrestling. Uh, d- obviously, we learned about, a lot about wrestling. You're probably wondering why I'm rambling right about now. Uh, so let's just get, get it off our chest. This is the last episode of big boys and body slams everything comes to an end uh and as much fun as we've had with this podcast because i know i've had a blast oh it's been so much so fun. everything fun. we've put out has been I, I think it's been great my ass is eternally uh, boosted i think for three dudes who kind of came in here not knowing what they were doing we sound pretty good i think so we put out a good show that was i think all. so and we tried really hard i think we did and we made some really cool friends it's just time yeah uh i think it's just time the cycle feels like it's completed and it feels like we've kind of reached our maximum ceiling for this. And uh, we put a lot of work in and not got the results we were hoping for. And I think when you go for something, you have the big dreams and you have the big hopes. And when you don't get what you're hoping for, it kind of makes it a little harder. Yeah. Well, and, and we're it, not even where I wanted to be at this point. Yeah. Well, so, so there's that on one hand, right? Um, but then there's also when we first started, we, we just wanted to, to do it to have fun. And I think it started to feel more like exactly, work. exactly. At a certain point, there's some weeks where it's like, ah, oh, yeah. I mean, we got to do it. All right, we got, we got, we got to get this done. Um, and and that's not how any wrestling fan should feel. No, and right. I, I think that was kind of the tipping point, at least for me. What it where it was, I'm not having as much fun with it as I used to. It didn't feel like the first time when we took our hiatus. For me, it didn't feel like that. And that this is us being very open right now but yes. that's okay very vulnerable um, moments. Yeah. uh it just feels i don't know it just feels to me like it's uh, the best way i can describe it is it just feels like it's time it feels like it's run its course and uh, i've had so much fun doing this and we hey the guys that we talk to on the daily like i talked you know to a couple of, of you guys and like i said we're more than willing to stay talking to you we're gonna leave the twitter page act twitter page will be going slam chat's gonna stay up uh i might rename it to just slam chat or something we'll still, creative we'll still chat with you like i told jonas and keith like even if you need my number to text me about yeah. wrestling stuff like absolutely we've had some fantastic diehards that have come out of this yeah we yeah. have and so we want to keep that relationship and going i think and another thing is too, like never say never like yeah if, if there's more than 50 people that really want this to come back and there's like 400 or something maybe we'll, we'll look into it or if you tell rvd how much we love him and then he says yeah I'm, i want all my followers to listen to this podcast yeah then maybe. Then maybe so thank you yeah. to everybody we'll say more thank yous i'm sure yeah we'll, end, we'll talk more about it at the end uh thank but, you for coming on the journey with us and we were very happy to bring you guys some goofy wrestling takes and we were definitely hopefully we made you laugh a few times and you know what we were definitely hard to kill not hard enough. No, no, no. no, no. Uh, speaking of hard to kill, well, let's get into the news because this was a bit of a this uh, was a bit of a week. Let, let's start with some positives before we get to some negatives. Marty Scroll. Marty Scroll has been has re-signed with Ring of Honor, and that information was kind of starting to come out, and we, we were all kind of wondering, well, what's the kick? What's the what's in it for Marty? Yeah. Marty is it the head turns booker. out, yeah, he's going to be the head booker and of Ring, can, the whole company, and he can work for anybody else. Yeah, so and apparently he wants to bridge a gap between Ring of Honor. 
and AEW. And Which would naturally bridge a gap between New Japan, I would think, as well, right. because they have a working well, relationship with Ring of Honor. I feel and like also NWA would be in that. Because he's been. Because NWA's next pay per view has a Ring of Honor versus NWA match as Flip Gordon is facing. It's true. Uh, Nick Aldis. How much? How much uh, repairing does Marty Scurll have to do for? Oh, Ring he's got to do a lot. He's got to do a lot. Yeah, he he's kind of the the. I mean, he's the right guy to do it though. Yeah, I mean, he you don't hear a bad thing about the dude. But he's also got all that pressure on his shoulders. We'll see if he can book. I think it's the big question. Uh, they really, it really shows to me how badly Ring of Honor w- would do. They were going to do whatever they could to keep him and they couldn't they offer g- him they gave him the world they couldn't offer him the big multi-million dollar salary so they did the next best thing he's still getting paid 500k and uh now he gets to Not pretty bad. much run the creative side of the company so congrats a huge congratulations to marty squirrel that is an honor and, i think for for that's something you don't see very often in right. promotions uh kind of an AEW light going uh, with the ring of honor i'm very definitely intrigued i saw sean ross sap uh fightful tweeted out uh, a question they said now that you know marty's the head booker are you more interested in ring of honor and i am i am too just to see but what you know what it's gonna look like i'm probably not gonna watch it still uh, yeah i mean i'll watch the pay-per-views like i like i do but i don't know if i'll go back the week the weekly tv has just been so hard to sit through unfortunately but that's i mean great for marty and congratulations to him and he deserves it and very hard work and do and we, we'll still probably see him in aw eventually. I, I also have something else to bring up yeah zach oh. zach's gonna catch get this and probably nobody else will but big show Big show. Big, big show. show. The big show is big back. Show. Big show's back. Looking good, too. He was the surprise third man uh, for Kevin and Samojo. Now, who are down looks four good. to three. It yeah. looks good. Uh, so, I mean, Alistair Black's probably going to be the fourth guy there. Yeah, right? I'm thinking so. And you're going to have a four and four match at the next show, I'm guessing. Yeah, the Rumble. Yeah, I'm guessing. Book maybe it. The... Book it. Uh, that's pretty. DD... That's a pretty fun comeback, I guess. And DDP is DDP is officially announced his last match. It's going to be today, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, on Dynamite Bash of the Beach. It'll be Do his... not want to miss that. It'll be his sixth decade of working. Of working. And Good last. God. So uh, we're, we're hanging up our boots the same time DDP is deciding to hang up his. The same day, actually. So There we know, go. Glean that from it. Uh, yeah, so DDP, I mean, I didn't Dang. think I would ever see... MJF texting in the background of that... He was tweeting, actually, wasn't tweeting, he? Yeah, and he tweeted, this old man won't shut up or whatever. It was hilarious. How much work do you think DDP is going to get in this match? Not much, right? I don't think much. I think he's going to hit a couple diamond cutters, and I think he's going to take the pin. Yeah, probably. He better flapjack somebody down. Oh, yeah, I want to see someone And he's going to hit that, that lariat. Yep, yeah. Uh, so, cool. It's just cool to see him in AEW. Rhett's choosing to wrestle his last match. Uh... I'm one thing that I'm a bit surprised about is that this ha- AEW isn't pushing this as much as I thought they would. No, I, I mean th- this is a huge deal. I think they don't want to look like the WWE and push the legend too hard. Yeah, that's, that's why true. he's in a six-man tag team match with QT and Dustin, who can do most of the work. It's like the it's like a three old guys tag team. Yeah. I don't know how old QT um, is. But. Speaking of old guys, who probably should grow up a little bit. Triple H's comments on Page were a little ridiculous. Oh, very. And we can t- we'll get into Tessa, but. Uh, <laughs> as the yeah. boss, you should probably. I think tri- I think the Triple H story is worse than the Tessa stuff. Kind of. There's actually proof way. with Triple H. And so he's if the boss. you guys haven't heard, basically Triple H was on a conference call, right? Yeah. And he said that uh, he was addressing the rumor that Edge and Paige might come out of retirement in the Royal Rumble this year. He said, "Listen, Edge has some kids to worry about. He's got a family, and Paige might have a couple kids she doesn't know about." You know, kind of wink, wink, nudge, nudge at her Wait, sexual so, history. So this this wasn't an interview; it was a conference call. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so who how'd that get or like a press conference leaked. or something okay he just said it yeah he was just, it was on video yeah oh, i think okay. it was a press conference okay so it and a uh, conference he gotcha. made the joke and uh probably instantly regretted it pretty much there's up. two things that drive me crazy about this the first is uh you can't be making jokes like that about your employees who work for you who have uh wanted, very publicly struggled wanted to kill themselves yeah, because of this struggled with their mental health over this exact issue number two the damn joke doesn't even make sense because it would make more sense if you said edge had kids he didn't know about yeah because edge is a guy uh, i'm like well, now he I, doesn't carry a girl i have a, a couple kid. kids of my own and i'm pretty sure i know how this works i'm fairly certain that if Paige had any children, she would probably n- know about it, right? Like, yeah. So the joke itself just doesn't hold water. If it was a funnier joke, I think it wouldn't be good. He- here's, but- here's what I think. I think that Triple H, um, as much praise as he gets, still is is um, a meathead. 
right? Oh like yeah. He's, oh he's, yeah. He's a he's a body he's a bodybuilder, you know, turn wrestler, turn GM after he learned as much as he could. Right. Um let's also point out he is a lot better than he used to be. Yes, oh yes. yeah. So so just like when he said pissant company, like which that's not as bad. That's not the same thing as Which this. and but like Zach lets, said, that was kind of funny. He lets he lets some stuff fly. It's yeah. just impulsive. I mean, some he, of it he works. Does so many some public, of it doesn't. He does so many public appearances that he's going to let some stupid shit fly, and that's what it was. Is I, to me, to me, to me, uh, that he. I mean, it came to his head, and it before he could even think it over. Have just, you been yeah. drinking tonight? Uh, not, not, okay. not really. I'm kind of a dick. Uh, <laughs> I, I think for me, I, I would be. Now, I don't know Triple H on a, on a personal level, obviously, right? But I would be, I would be shocked if he hadn't privately approach page after this and been like and apologize i shouldn't have said that yeah, yeah. i'm sorry especially because she tweeted he, he, he that better she better yeah uh so that's another thing let's to, get the to tessa think about now tessa blanchard and we're gonna talk more about this at the end of the match tonight because uh, yeah. we are doing hard to kill so on Great show. was it friday or saturday it was saturday it was right? saturday because the day before the pay-per-view yes. i was at mount hood uh, accusations new. of tessa blanchard's alleged past bullying just started coming slash racism out of yes the, the racism woodwork. was the more importantly one uh Important one. This goes back to 2017 and, and before even, I think, where she called a an African-American competitor the N-word, spat in her face backstage during a fight. I believe it was a stardom show backstage at yeah. stardom. Uh, and there's it several... It was Japan, so... Yeah, there's yeah. several other accusations Priscilla, as well. Priscilla Kelly and Chelsea Green being two of the more notable yeah. people to speak out here. And just basically talking about uh, her, her backstage demeanor being very kind of uh, pushy, very bullish, very rude... Uh, now condescending, condescending. Uh, now all these accusations were from two, three years ago, and I know that's not a huge th- time frame, but everything now seems to indicate that she is in perfectly good standing with her cohorts in the locker room. She is in perfectly good standing with the executives at Impact. So, how and much of 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 her, how much of this was her trying to? make a name for herself in the industry versus now she's a little older, a little more mature. I also want to say, like, what Zach's saying right here is dropping the N-bomb is not cool. Never. No, no it, it's bad. It's wrong. She shouldn't Especially, have done it. like, to someone being racist. But there is... It was it was two years ago she was younger, she was dumber. Well, she's only, what, 24? Yeah, yeah, so she was 21, 22, 20 at that time, somewhere in there. Yeah. Come on. Um, it's bad. I mean, it's not... I think... I'm not trying to make an excuse for her. It's just it was a lot to There's, take in well, the day I before the, the biggest is, match she, in impacts. She should have just admitted to it. Yeah, she should, if it's true, she, she should have just she admitted and apologized. It. Yeah, she, she did. Handled it. But again, you're 24 years old. You're going into the biggest match of your career. Oh, by far, by far, and one of these, the biggest matches in the company's history. And all these accusations start coming out when you're supposed to be the flag bearer for a show. Yeah. Tommy Dreamer said when you're she's, the top face going in. Tommy yeah. Tommy Dreamer and Moose both backed her up. Tommy Dreamer said that she has been a model employee since coming to Impact. So everybody can change and I don't I this is why like the tweets coming out from years ago for guys like Josh Hader the baseball player and Lars Sullivan kind of bother me because I know we were stupid shits at some point. Right. We may not have put it on the internet, but we all did dumb shit. Right, right. And we said did, dumb, dumb we, shit. We oh said boy. we did. I've said some dumb things on this podcast. So, so oh, yes, me too. So <laughs> I think cut her some slack. I mean, don't say the N-word again, Tessa. That's don't. Because no. the, the next time you say it, you're going to get blackballed. No. Yeah. No pun intended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I and thought it, th- you said it. Another thing about that too is, is there are people calling for, I mean, changing of the booking uh, of whatever the finish was going to be, saying you cannot let Tessa win now. I mean, they can't really do that either. Like she didn't do anything. I'm glad she that, did things that were immoral, but she didn't do anything illegal per se. I'm glad that Impact didn't cave. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they call that you know they call that quote unquote cancel culture like right in, so- in social media right. Um, but I will say one the so what spurred it all was Tessa's tweet of. Be better, like, basically. Well, no, it was like, here's an idea. How about women support other women? And then the tweets and then, just and then the started coming. And the tweets just yeah. were like, bam, 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 bam. And it's so, the timing of it was so Terrible. strange. Can I ask me. you guys another question? Yeah. Why is it guys like Stone Cold Steve Austin, Uh huh. guys like, you know Ric Flair did some shit back in the day. Why do these guys get a pass? Um, The time period. Time period, social media not being around back then as well. Right. Uh, being but, the hottest thing in the world. Yeah. Right. But still, why did they get a pass for doing shitty things? But now it's like, oh, that was that then. You know, 
this is now, but if somebody else does it, it's like, oh, you're big time trouble. Right. Well, there's got to there's got to be there's got to be consistency across the board. That's my biggest pet peeve is not having consistency. Right. And if this can be anything, maybe this can be another step forward for uh, wrestling culture to just become healthier. To be honest, to be honest, I don't think this is going to last long. The controversy? Yes. Uh, I hope. I mean, it's already kind of blowing over. Uh, yes. So that's a good thing. I'm sure that that more will come to light. So we'll keep our eyes but to on more, the story. To more answer your question, though, Kyle. I mean, if Austin, if Stone Cold dropped the end bomb right now. I was more talking about beating his wife. Well, yeah. <laughs> if, if he did that again, if you know, if, if that stuff happened right now, that would be. And I'm not saying any of it's right. I'm just saying there needs very to be consistency. Yeah. So just we're going to address that. And it is what it was. I, I'm not. I. I'll be honest. When that when all that first started coming out, I was kind of dreading the show because I was so much looking forward to this match and Tessa's reaction that all she'd of us, get, and all of us. having that come out the day before really just sucked the air out of me for the show. Thankfully, by the time the match happened, it was kind of all out the window in my head, and I tried and, not to let it affect the way I enjoyed the match. And so. guys like Joey Ryan and Moose and Tommy Dreamer coming the back kind of made me feel a little bit better. Yeah, Jordan Grace did too. Yeah, so yeah, so. We'll well, keep Jordan, an eye on Jordan it. and Tessa are like BFFs. True. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll keep an eye on it. Is that all the news that happened this week? Yes. Yeah, so it was kind of a big week. So uh, can we get into Impact Let's get into Hard to, Hard to Kill coming to us from it's January 12th, 2020. I, I do want to make this one one comment. Yeah. That we've been able to say for like the past two months, like, oh, I mean, it's been a crazy crazy week for the news. Like with with how much is coming out every single week, um, how, how wrestling is so... Like it, it, the the culture, it, it, I don't know. It's just so in depth now. There, there's just fireworks yeah, happening it's every like, single week. It's this whole fringe niche industry where it's it's a news, the twenty four hour news cycle, like like it's a major crazy. sports. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah. Hard to kill. Let's talk about Impact Wrestling. Hard to kill. Best pay per view name of the year already. I can already 20, say it. Twenty twenty. Uh, January twelfth, twenty twenty. Is it better than Great Balls of Fire? Oh yes, it's close. <laughs> it's close. Uh, uh, to be fair, nobody else could pull off this name. No, no. If WWE did a, a pay-per-view called Hard to Kill, people would scoff at them. And I mean, even AEW. Just like Grace Balls of Fire. Right, yeah. Because it's just not a good name, except yeah. for a company that you can't kill. You can't kill. They're, 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 co- they're like cockroaches. I was going to say, nuclear war happens, two things live, cockroaches and impact wrestling. And Twinkies, maybe. Tw- yeah, maybe Twinkies. Ooh, uh, Twinkies. So, uh, we get a really nice video package. Very it's, it's good. All, it's focusing entirely on the main event between Tessa and Sammy. I mean, this has just been an explosive rivalry from the day one and there's a lot of good content to go over there and we see that and then we're going to cut right to our first match which is going to be an interesting choice to open the show ken shamrock versus madman fulton yeah interesting choice way to be diplomatic uh, about that. i'm not sure why they chose to open the show with this match i, but I read a good theory about this yeah the reason they opened it with this match is people see ken shamrock the legend ken shamrock and it makes them stay okay because otherwise they might that, that this match starting the show, people might be at the merch table still. Usually the first match isn't the best match. Right. But when you got a legendary figure like Ken Shamrock. People at least going to see his entrance. and Yeah. So, okay. so when, when you're seeing your first shot of the arena, more people are in the seats. That was what I was a theory I read, and it kind of made sense. Uh, Yeah, that makes sense, I think, to a degree. Uh, Shamrock and Fulton, both in excellent shape. Shamrock could probably hit the tanning beds a little bit. Uh. But yes. who am I to judge? I mean, he, look at me. Ripped. Oh yeah, he shredded here. Fulton, I was not aware of how much better shape he was in when then now was than he was in NXT. Which, I mean, it's day and night. Which, man. by the way, now this is the farewell episode. I don't know if we actually talked about this in detail. We were very close to working with uh, Ken Shamrock. And we his were, yeah. When we first started this podcast, we were trying to work out a brand deal to advertise a, his slingshot that he was yeah, selling. Yeah, like his pocket sling. Yeah. It was weird. It was a cool looking slingshot. And, and, I, and it just didn't come to fruition. Was it? Was it? I think you messaged. It Ken, was right? Zach. Zach. Yeah. yeah. You messaged Ken and he's like, hit up my manager, Dez. He was like down. He was like, yeah, let's do this. He was so down, bro. And then Dez was down for a while and then we're, he like went dark on us. And then we're like, hey, man, just and wanted to check him over time. And he's like, you could always do a cameo. And here's the thing. We didn't even want, we didn't want money. We didn't want a real <laughs> sponsorship. We just wananted Ken Shamrock's to plug voice the for show. our intro. Yeah. Yeah, Who knows? Where, you know what? Who knows where we'd be today if that we'd probably happened. be backstage at Impact Wrestling. Lot, we would Dez. have been hard to kill. Dez, Dez. you bastard, <laughs> friend of the podcast, Ken Shamrock and Dez. No, not Dez, just Ken. <laughs> okay, uh, fuck you, Dez. So this match, <laughs> the, the gloves are off. Hey, you oh, know what? Who, is there anyone else that we want? Fuck you, Jim Cornette. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's talk about the match. Fuck uh, you, Luke Harper. 
Oh, what? what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had a, we did tell that story on the air. Yeah, there. I think we told the Luke Harper story. <laughs> Luke talking. He if you have it, you can hit us up. I'm Casey. It's in the 91. archive somewhere. Too. By the way, lastly, fuck you, Nick Patrick. That's one last f f y n p for the podcast. Uh-huh. Hashtag f y n p. This match, though, uh, it started out as an MMA like match, better than Kane and Brock. This, the, for what this match was, <laughs> it was better than Kane and Brock. Like it was an MMA style match, but it felt more believable than that did. Uh, they go outside, things kind of fall apart. Well, the plancha was cool. Yeah, so Ken Shamrock does like a plancha kind of Fosbury flop type move. Uh, Fulton catches him and then just beats him up for a while. Uh, Ken does hit the worst German suplex of I all time. It, when he did it, I was like, "What is he doing? Is he doing a German or a gut wrench?" Yeah, I couldn't tell. And then he kind of just dropped him on the padding. The thing is, they had like a very narrow strip of padding around the ring, so any move that the guy, that anybody on the show hit outside, they had to like be pinpoint precise because this is like the padding was like the width of a human body so there was like no room room for for error error. yeah and then the chris brothers get involved and i just want to don Callis was on one all night okay but uh jake chris gets involved and don Callis called him a garbage or a cabbage patch kid haircut that was not very nice. And they get eliminated from the That's match because they interfere with the match and get, Ken Shamrock decks Jake and then they're getting eliminated. Yeah, and then that. they're they're both sent out. Uh and then we get a nice Fulton choke slam and that he goes Dude. up to hit him with a deadlift power bomb and then or some other move and Shamrock uh counters that into a standing Kimura lock, which was cool. Which was really cool. And then it kind of like looked like Fulton's shoulder was hurt. He did a really great job well, selling it. He comes up, they do like a close up and it yeah. looks like it looks like his shoulder's out. If you out. didn't see his other shoulder, it looks like his shoulder's out. Yeah. Shamrock screams, you can't not continue yeah you're hurt yeah so so you're, yeah your shoulder's broken yeah i was like i was like what is going on and then he's like i'm fine i'm fine i can keep wrestling and then shamrock puts him in like a, like a stretch arm bar kind of thing yeah and it was, uh rings of saturn dog was it yeah okay and uh uh fulton has to verbally submit and they put the young guy over and nine, he like he like nine tapped, minutes and 19 seconds he like tapped with his head too by yeah the way. <laughs> that's true which was hilarious um, okay so what'd you give it i give it two and a half okay i do um, too it had it, it had some moments, but it wasn't the best thing I've ever seen by any stretch. I I think Fulton should have gone over. I, that but was an issue. At least for sure. he looked good in defeat. Yeah, because he kept fighting with a air quotes broken shoulder. And maybe this is going to lead to Ken putting over a more. I kind of have a feeling that a bigger we'll, name. I kind of have yeah. I kind of have a feeling one that Ken is is being brought in to put somebody over big time. I don't know who that is yet. Tessa. My, I was thinking more like Sammy to help him build his okay, credibility back up. But I think Fulton's so, got something happening soon. Kyle, like he's a big guy. You're you're an impact guy. Yes. Did Madman Fulton have credibility as a as a tough big guy before this? Not really. He's he's just kind of that big guy. He hasn't but really like won has, any big matches or anything. No, he's just kind of the he's kind of the bodyguard for OVE. So we didn't really necessarily lose anything by losing this match but it would have been a good way to, to build him up yeah he's kind of he's the fourth guy in ov yeah yeah just right. like he was the fourth guy in sanity or the right. fifth guy in sanity i guess at the um moment. he's the guy that most of the time he attacks people and jake and dave are trying to calm yeah. him down the enforcer sure um i see him being a star i think he looked great he was very intense um uh, he looked good yeah I just think a win would have helped him but, a lot. Yeah, me but too. Shammy versus Moose, I mean, there's no comparison. That match was so much better to me. Well, I, I think it's probably because Moose is a better Moose, worker yes, than, yeah. than right. Fulton. Yeah. And and Shamrock took some more risks in that one. But yes. I, yeah. But again, again, you look at the two guys you're comparing, Moose and Madman Fulton. Right. You can take more risks probably with Moose because Moose is better. Right. And he's more experienced. Exactly. I think. Um, Allegedly. After that, oh, so you gave her two? Sir, yes. Okay, uh, oh, I wanted to throw out two. Oh, like Ken Shamrock still has a place, but he needs to be an attraction, like a Brock Lesnar like yeah, attraction. Yeah. But they've, not, been, not they've holding, been overusing him. Not uh, holding the title. Bit. Not holding the title, but he should be used in big pay per views, but to put people over and to just be that attraction that help draw people into the crowd. And but get also, dick flipped. Yeah, and to get dick flipped. That was kind of funny. Flipped. And also, as long as uh, I have a feeling that as long as they're going to pay Kenneth. He's going to say yes. Yeah, just oh, he'll like, do it. Just like he said yes to us sponsoring a slingshot. Desney might need to get involved eventually here. Des, hit him up. Um, after that, the announcers go over the card. It's piped over the like in yeah, arena. He was telling the arena. I don't like that. I kind of liked it. I, I like that it was piped in. I don't like how it was mixed. Yeah, because you could definitely tell yeah, it that it was I mean, piped in. If I was in the crowd, I would have liked it. It was kind of neat, though. Yeah. You don't see it very often. Yeah. Um, in that way, it's not just silent. Well, like, because it was a lengthy. Like, they went over pretty much every car, every match on the card, and then we get a video package for uh, the Triple X Division champion and Trey Miguel. This whole story is evolved around uh, Ace wants to fuck Trey's mom, 
And so now they're going to fight is, for the title. What is Ace Austin also known as, Zach? Uh, he is known as the cuck maker, as we saw on was that Homecoming yeah. last year that he, that he was called. No, it wasn't Homecoming. No, it was, uh, glory. It was uh, for Glory. Yeah. He uh, wasn't on Homecoming. So the cuck maker uh, versus Trey Miguel of the Rascals. I love that they're not even trying to hide the Rascals gimmick anymore. No, they're, dude. They're like openly smoking they're, weed they're on TV. Ba- their backstage vignettes are that 70s show. Yeah. And then, like, Trey just comes out with a 420 jacket on. Like, they don't even care anymore. They're like, who they cares? They got RBD hey, on the road. Can, can, can I point something out to you guys? Yeah. Ace, they don't. The internet is unsure of his birthday, but he is either 21 or 22 years old. Is he really? Yes. And Trey Miguel is 25. These are two, two youngsters. Future stars. Trey's already impact. balding, so just something to take note on Trey. Yeah, well, I was doing that around Aren't we all? Yeah. Aren't we all? Yeah. Aren't we all? I. Uh, I gotta tell you, Ace Austin, his legs love him. Oh, huge! Yes. Do you guys see how big this guy's legs are? I wonder what Trey's mom thinks is huge on Ace. His legs, maybe his purple hair. His legs. Okay. Yeah. And only his legs. And uh, the third one. This was just a fast-paced, hard-hitting, uh, shoot for the moon match. Uh, it, it was wasn't good. super long. I liked it a lot. I really. Twelve l- minutes and fifty-five seconds. Oh, and by the way, Ace Austin retains after he hits the fold after he nuts Trey on the top rope, which isn't very nice. I want to no. say at one point he hit the he hit the uh, the bangarama. Yeah, the bangarama. Don Callis says usually after a bangarama, most people go to sleep, and that made me laugh. Uh, at one point, I did like so Trey. Uh, slapped Ace really hard in the face at one point, and Trey or Ace was like selling that he couldn't hear out of his ear like the rest of the match. And he yelled at the ref. And there was one point when the ref was like trying to tell him something, and he's like, "Talk in my good ear." And I just appreciated that little story character moment. From, I also from Ace. There was it. a cool spot in the corner where Trey hit Ace with a chicky endo kick, uh-huh. and then hit like a six one nine around. Yeah, the post. that was crazy. Booyaka. And then obviously he, there was moments where he he chopped Ace, chopped Trey right in front of his mom at one point. So just kind of furthering that story. Uh, I gave the match three and a half. I quite enjoyed it. I thought this was an excellent. This should have been the opener, I think. I uh, agree. But I loved it. I liked it a lot. I gave it three and three quarters. First of all, don't ever mess with a man's mom. No, don't mess with a man's mom. Not once, because you're gonna get your ass kicked. Yeah, your ass. But yeah, I really liked it. These two are probably, let's be honest. Okay. People leaving Impact pretty quickly these days. These two might be two of the future champions. They'd be two building blocks for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, one of them, well, you mean the world I mean world champion. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. oh, by the way, this is for the X Division title. I don't know if I said Triple that. X Division title. Yeah, sorry. Bitch. Triple X Division title. Yeah, the rated R title. What'd you think of this match, Luke? Uh, I gave it three and a quarter. So we stair stepped. Yep, yep. We gotta um, get one last stair step I, in there. I just I love me some Ace Austin. He's so good. He, he's he, getting uh, better every match. I mean Trey looked good too, but Ace definitely was the was the better. Was was kind of not, he didn't care. And dude, Ace but. is not even twenty three yet. That's I know. how young he is. I know. Well, you just take a look at that roster, right? So Tessa Blanchard, we said is twenty like twenty four. Twenty five. Jordan Grace is around the same 24. age. Trey's twenty five. Yeah. yeah, they got Ace. a young roster. That's Rob Van Dam. <laughs> One of those things is not like the other. No, Rob Van Dam's eternally twenty. Um, after the match, just with uh, Trey starts asking, uh, or Ace starts asking Trey's mom for a kiss, and he runs down and beats Ace up, and that's uh, continuing that angle. And I'm all for that. Uh, ODB is interviewed backstage. She's I'm not out of, all for this. She's out of control. She she's getting a new food truck, and she says uh, she's going to become the five time knocked up champ. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she meant to say that or not, but she, it yeah, made yeah, me laugh. Yeah, it broke did. me. And then after hey, that, uh, uh, Zach, yeah, what does ODB stand for? Old dirty bitch, right? Is that right? Or one old, dirty bitch? Well, I, was, I think it's old, like because old, old, old dirty bastard from the Wu Tang right. Clan. Wu Tang's for children, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've I think it's old dirty bitch. I, it's just ODB, I guess. At this point, I don't know. Uh, and then we get a video package for the women's three way. Very much focused. I'm going to tell Jordan you guys right now. And, uh, I was completely wrong about this match. Well, what, 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 what? How so? I thought ODB was going to kill this match and make it look bad. I wasn't uh, worried about that. I was big time. I was kind of worried about that. Uh, but th- I think they picked your spots well. This was, I mean, the it first like five minutes of this match were like, th- like they came out of the, they came out of the gun. This match was really good. Just go. I, this match blew away my expectations. I thoroughly enjoyed this match. Uh, a lot of good three-way spots, a lot of good pin breakups. Uh, Ty and Jordan especially have fantastic chemistry oh, with each they're other. So good. They have this sequence where they're I just lifting them. and hitting and punching and kicking each other and ODB's there too. She didn't get as much in but she had some fun moments. There was one point when I mean she was there for Jordan to like do all her power moves to so it looked really impressive. Right. Uh, she hit this top rope senton Jordan did 
onto her. Oh my god! That yes. looked it was sick, devastating. Yeah. It looked like it could have killed me. All she hit me with it. There were, but like ODB, like hit a bulldog and stuff that looked gross. Like, yeah, she. Sloppy. I mean, it, she was pretty rusty, but I think on the whole, they did a good job at picking her and choosing her spots. Right. Toward the end of the match here, Grace uh, hitting like a Vader bomb. Yeah, to break up a pin. Yeah, she hits a Vader bomb to break up a pin, and then she hits the Grace Driver onto. ODB, which was a very impressive looking spot, yes. but Johnny Bravo gets up and uh, like shows the dog to the ref. The ref's like, "Stop it!" And then Stop. Taya comes in, pushes Jordan out, and steals the pin and retains the title in eleven thirty seven. I really like this match. What'd I you give, give it? it three and a half stars. Uh, just another really good three way women's match here. Uh, my expectations for this match weren't super high, but I'm very excited to see where this goes between Taya and Jordan. And I just please put the title on Jordan, please, yep, please, please, I please give... put the title on Jordan at, at Bound for Glory. I gave it three and a half. This was the past, present, and the future of the Impact's Knockouts Championship champions Like in this match. Uh, Taya's held the belt for 370 days. We watched her win it from Tessa at Homecoming yeah, last year. Last January. With uh, Reckless Robbie. Can't believe it's been a year. Uh, Ooh, yeah, shout I, out Reckless. Yeah. I really liked it. I want to know who's Taya going to drop the belt to. It has to be Jordan. It's going to be right? Jordan. Gonna I be mean, Jordan. they planted the seeds. I mean, maybe I, I said Bound for Glory, but they announced the next pay per views. R- 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 what is it? Redemption? Rebellion. Rebellion. I knew they were bringing back one. Yeah. And that was it. Uh, um, so, were you guys messaging each other during this match? Like, well, he in? was, he I was, watched I was ahead first. Okay. Yeah. I was um, way ahead of him. I don't, I don't, I don't know why. I did not, I did not like it as much. I gave it, I actually gave it two and three quarters and here's why. Cause you're Meltzer. Correct. Um, <laughs> that's exactly why. Well, there uh, you go. No. So every time, I mean, you said there were quite a few th- three-way spots, but there did end up being a lot of one-on-one action and, you know, whoever resting. Every time that I saw Taya and Jordan go at it, and then all of a sudden ODB would come in, I just found myself wishing that this was just a singles match with Taya and Jordan. She was definitely put in this match to take the pinfall. So, and so to pop the w- was any of this, was any of that a, um, a shoot? Like, were they actually trying to help her? Yes. Yes. Her, okay. her, so the food truck, her food truck burned it, down, it burned down. And they had a show where they brought her in for ODB Appreciation Night in New York City, and all the ticket sales went to buying her a new food truck. Yeah. And then they asked her if she would do a few shots so they could pay her so she could help. They could also help her get it. So they were trying to help. So, so for that reason, for that reason, I like it. And ODB, I mean, I've never, I never really disliked her. I always thought she was cool enough. Um, But obviously, she's the comedy act. Um, I don't know. I just found myself wishing that it was the one-on-one. But we're going to get that, and it's going to be epic at some we'll point, so well, man. We'll get to it. back Luke's point, I wish it was one-on-one, because I came in thinking, <laughs> if it was just one-on-one, these two would have put on a four-star match. Oh, right? yeah, we we need sure. that match, yeah. dude. We'll, we'll get it. Just, yeah, they're, 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 they're building it for Jordan's right moment, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Her new gear looked great, too. It did. It looked excellent. She also tweeted that uh, it's bullshit that she paid so much money for new gear and didn't win the title with it. Uh, SMH. <laughs> So a match. So we like Kyle and I liked it. Luke not so much. Maybe check it out. See what you think, guys. Think. And I might rewatch it. You should, because I I think okay, it was action packed. I think the next part we're gonna unanimously not like. Oh yeah. This was well the first. Shits. Well first, let's get to RVD and Forbes being interviewed backstage. And they're going oh, oh, oh. And they are just making out, and I don't know why, but this broke me. it absolutely broke oh me. i thought it was funny i was laughing so hard at this and i don't know what what it was about the visual or like the sound of them just because they were hardcore making out and it yeah it wasn't killed me hit. like a junior hire it was not soft uh, also like dogga dogga walking yes yeah, so, so uh eventually katie's like i'll do the interview and so the interviewer walks away and then she's like we're gonna win and then after that what are we gonna do and then Doggo walks by and he's like, and RVD's like, hey, a fan. You want a picture? And then he's like, what you say? And he's like, <laughs> what you and then like nothing happens. And he's like, nothing. And then he kind of walks off. And that leads to the match. Which so I'm just letting you guys know when we get to our rating system, I lumped this all together as well. I one. did too. Okay, okay. I did too. Uh, because I did not, but I will. Okay. okay. Um, so we're going to start with Brian Cage versus Rob Van Dam. Maybe this is Brian Cage's last match in Impact. So Brian Maybe Cage it's has, not. Brian Cage, one, has a torn bicep. <laughs> Rip to that, and two nice. is rumored to be signing with AEW, and imp- he wa- I guess he wanted the wrestle, but Impact didn't want him to further hurt himself. Okay, so that's Setting maybe what we're looking at. I'm, I, I'm not, which makes a little bit of sense. What we're gonna get to? I'm not going to believe any of those rumors until a 
Brian Cage or Impact confirm them, and B, I see him on Dynamite. Are you talking about the bicep? I'm talking about all of it. Well, no, I mean, the, the bicep, the I think, is pretty obvious, but Be- the signing in particular. Right. Well, his his wife on Twitter, I saw that his wife... She just flat out denied it. Also, like, he has not signed anything. Chris Jericho also said that he had nothing true, to do true. with the and Jaguars so owner having a new promotion. JR said the same thing. That work out. Uh, However... I would love that. Oh man, immensely. He Brian would be Cage so good versus Kenny Omega. Come Can you on, imagine that. Well, the just Brian battle Cage the Terminators, dude. Being a big guy, yeah. In general, um, the whole story of this match is that uh, Brian Wardlow. Cage has been stealing RVD's moves so for years, and RVD doesn't get the credit for it. RVD is doing some of his best character work of his entire career Ever. right now. He is so unlikable. He is such a cock. Him and Katie Forbes are disgusting. I have to tell you though, Katie, Katie Forbes is too much. She comes out. So this her RVD's entrance is pretty much a strip tease because she's just twerking. I feel like I'm I'm watching something. I need to be like watching on like channel one. You need to take a bath. Really send, fuzz, the, yeah. send the kids to the room. Yeah, like take a bath. I'm after. glad my kids were watching this with me because I feel like this was illegal what she was doing on this camera. She was just this was like a peak attitude era. When like first, even more than that. I don't even know what show it was that we watched. That I first saw Katie Forbes on. It was the one was WrestleMania it? weekend. Yeah. But I was just like, oh yeah, she's she's hot. She's and, but now but now it's like oh, she's metamorphosizing. Oh gosh, she grows. I could like smell her, her through the TV <laughs> when I was watching this. It was too much. With her man. fake booty. Uh, her ass is just everywhere. It's a lot. Uh, eventually we get a match, kinda. Uh, the kinda, the bell never rings. Yeah. So Brian Cage comes in. He's really over, by the way. He's just getting the shit. He's Brian Cage. Robin Dam just kicks he's the like, shit out of well, him. He's like, I'm not there. Just settle down. I'm telling a story. Uh, he's like high fiving everyone <laughs> in the crowd, and then some lady like catches his hand, and then once you see your face, it's like, oh, it's RVD's other girlfriend, or as uh, Don Callis likes to call her, RVD's girlfriend's girlfriend, which I got. A- I did get a kick out of that. Uh, she's wearing matching ring gear to Katie Forbes and RVD, which is hilarious to me. I don't know why. I'm a kid. Uh, anyway, she <laughs> holds his hands just long enough to allow RVD to attack. RVD pretty much just beats the shit out of Brian Cage. He hits a better coast-to-coast than Shane McMahon. He hit. does. He hits the Van Terminator. You watch your time. Uh, that causes Brian Cage to be busted open. Hey, serious question. Yeah. Since since it's the last episode, Shane's, po- Shane's punches have gotten better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Top five working punch. Oh, for sure. Uh, so, yeah, RVD just beats up Cage, and then after Cage is bleeding from the mouth and like holding himself, uh, the ref's like, "There's no match." Like, and RVD's peeing. Nothing's gonna happen. And RVD's like, "I'm, but I'm doing really good." And then after that, Dogger runs out and he's like, "Stop this madness!" And then the bell rings, and I guess Dogger and RVD are having a match. It it doesn't last very long, and RVD hits five star frog splash and wins. And uh, the best part of this like mini match was Katie Forbes screaming at Daga, "I hate you!" right in his face. I didn't write a time for this because there was just so much. Going it was on. four minutes. For I the, gave for, the Daga. It for the. I was talking for the whole thing. I don't know. I didn't write any. Uh, it was five eighteen for the first part. It was so like nine ten minutes, minutes. Ten minutes total. Uh, I gave it two point two five. I I'm generous. Gonna, I'm gonna say two. I'm going. Uh, down I, to I, two. I I gave it two. The Daga, the if Daga and RVD had a nine minute match, it'd be pretty decent. It'd be pretty decent. Daga. True. You you said this last night. Daga has a lot of Eddie Guerrero in him. Just the way he moves, uh, he his character is nowhere near there. Yet. Right, but but he, in ring, strictly in ring, I see a lot of Eddie and er, da, Eddie and Daga, and I'm excited to see where this goes. It's obviously setting up a one on one feud between I, them. And Daga better go over the actual match. Yeah. Oh yeah. He needs. Maybe to. maybe we'll see a, a mixed tag team match of Daga and Tessa versus RVD and. Uh, Luke, Forbes. what did you give this mess? Uh, <laughs> the. I gave I gave the mess two stars. Yeah, I'm right there. Um, with you. The cage stuff was stupid. Yeah, it just so it didn't stupid. make any like why not just have and a one-on-one match? Torn, between... I get the torn bicep, I guess. Well, yeah, he can't have a match if he's got a torn yeah, bicep. Even though I'm sure he could. They should have done something else. Yeah, the booking was just so weird. It just didn't or, make sense. Hey, why not set up some sort of tag team match? Yeah, with, or, with like a heel and RVD versus or, those two. Or why not give him twenty curb stomps and then pile a whole bunch of chairs on him and then hit him with a sledgehammer? And that was too it. much, and they called the match anything. Yeah, this was like Hell in a Cell level booking of like what is going on hey, right now. But I do love. I gotta say it one more time. RVD being a dickhead is hilarious. He's great right now. Uh, he just looks so damn old. I know. He does. So old. He looks... He, he does. The he wrinkles, does. man. Uh, anyways, uh, I liked this a lot. The the backstage interviewer... I don't know her name. Gabby Lauren. Gabby Lauren is backstage. She wants... She's knocking on the OBE. OBE's locker room. And, like, you could hear Sammy, like, throwing a fit behind the door. And, like... Is it Dave or it's Jake? Jake? It's Jake that opens the door and he's like, hey, uh, Sammy can't talk right now, but I, I promise you, 
it's everything's fine and then she's like it doesn't sound like everything's fine he's like everything's fine you need to go away. and the whole time you could hear sammy back there like he sounds like the dad from a christmas story when he's fixing the furnace <laughs> it's hilarious i loved this segment i thought it was so oh, it was funny uh, and that was all we got. Uh, so we didn't ever get to hear from Sammy here. Uh, we just heard him yelling and screaming. Oh, my God. Next, we're going to get Up something next, incredible. We get a package for Michael Elgin and Eddie Edwards. This is over the Call Your Shot trophy, which is basically Money in the Bank, but for impact. I want to point out I'm very happy. And I, I read this somewhere else today, and I started thinking about it. I'm glad they're kind of getting away from the, st- the crazy cartoon Eddie Edwards. Yes, and they're so, getting back to, to the... the, the se- he's still crazy, but he's more serious. Which they mentioned several times on the air, that this, this match was made to... Grungy. Elgin is trying to get the old Eddie Edwards out of him. And uh, so they're fighting for the trophy, but they're also kind of fighting for, like... Elgin wants to see that old Eddie, that fiery, technical, right. hard style Eddie back. Uh, I say we got it. Oh, this match! These guys blew beat my mind. the fucking shit out of each the other. The absolute shit. Whoa, they my goodness. were killing each other. This was incredible. Towards the end of the and match, they're hitting each other with these forearms, and like, there's a few times I thought Eddie Edwards was like legitimately knocked out by them. He was getting potatoed. Elgin, Elgin strikes, and I mean, at Bound for Glory, we saw it too. Like Elgin's, yeah. Elgin strikes a ridiculous. At one point, there was a corkscrew draping inverted DDT from the apron to the exposed concrete floor by Elgin. This this match was excellent. Amazing. I yes, really loved. loved this I gotta match. tell you right now, Elgin has been on fire since. I he's gotta been also back. tell you, Eddie Edwards. I'm, I'm going out on a limb here. He might be the best at getting the shit kicked out of. Yeah. Him. I mean, he had some good offense, too. There was one point when he hit that beautiful rolling German. Elgin popped back right up, though, and hits him with more. He, he took a lot of punishment. Eddie is a match. selling machine. That match for, with, with Moose last year, remember that one? Yeah. Uh, uh, home, homecoming? The dude just gets the shit And he did here, too. Eventually, well, toward the end. Oh, and the, go ahead. And they do establish very early on that he's the underdog. Yes, they do. The, and rightfully so. The German suplex from the top, the top rope. rope for a near fall. Where he flips By over. Elgin, yeah. Oh, and then... Uh, Elgin goes for a, a trio of buckle bombs in the corner. He hits the two of them, but on the third one, Eddie Edwards counters into a sunset flip into a pinning predicament, and he wins and gets his trophy back in his possession. In I forgot the time. It's like 21 minutes. Same. We'll say 20 minutes. Uh, 4.25. I thought this was easily my match of the night up to this point. Uh, they, I mean, I want to go watch it again. You know? I, gave, I gave it four and a half. Uh, Eddie might be... Actually, both these two might be... Two of the most underrated workers in the I world. Agree. I know you're a big Eddie Mark. Oh, I've fucking loved Eddie since he was with the American I'm Wolf. so excited that he's going back. Not that I didn't like crazy, anything can happen. I got my face broken with a baseball bat, Eddie. Because that was a fun period yeah, that for was him. Great. But I want that, like you said, I want the American Wolves he Eddie can, back. He you can know? still have a little bit of crazy. Yeah, and like he this will. Match. And he will. I this also, was the perfect... I also want to point out in the uh, last yeah. whatever amount of years, is Michael Elgin the best impact pickup? I mean, he is putting on match after yeah. match. And the TJP match. He hasn't had a bad match. The, the Marifuji match and the cage match. They were so good. And this one is another that just blows This is up mind. there with the rest of them, man. It's he is ha- on a run. Yes, he is. Luke, what do you think? Uh, I gave it four stars. And I do love me. Stair a, step again? Yes, yes. I do love me a long, dramatic, hard-hitting match where the face is, you know, the underdog has, the most, has sustained most of the punishment. And then when they get the roll-up, and that, like, because it seems like, well, there's nothing that's going to keep Michael Elgin down. Yeah, that, that Eddie Edwards is going to be able to muster. So for him to get the 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 quick cradle, uh, is very Bret Hart esque. Yeah, and I, and I don't know why those finishes are so both realistic and satisfying to yeah, me. Yeah, I agree. And anybody that can go rounds with Michael Elgin, oh, deserves is, all is kudos. A, is one tough cookie. Here's a question for you guys. Yeah. So he's got the Call Your Shot trophy. Eddie, is he going for Ace? He's going for. Who, I, I the think main he goes. Winner. I think he goes for Ace to go back to that storyline. Okay, because you you could easily move Trey and Ace not for the title. Yeah, but Eddie Eddie wants to beat the fucking shit out of. Yeah, so. everybody wants to beat up Ace Austin because he's trying to sleep with why. everyone. He's so good right now. Not to go back to the Ace uh, after that match. Uh, Rhino just says fuck. Just oh, he says that a lot. Just out in the open in his in his interview, he said he's gonna. What was the, he said? You, I don't need the no jackhammers needed. I've got the no fucks given. And he said it's gonna be a no gore. DQ. Gore. Yeah, it's an ODQ match also. And uh, this was ECW. 
Because EC Dub, exactly. And this, this is Moose versus this Rhino. This is fun. Rhino, or Moose is on his uh, Legend Killer tour. And he's wearing a Macho Man gimmick. He's Wonderful. Wearing, he's wearing the Macho Man gear, and he looks fantastic like he always does. It's the spear he's, versus the gore. He is one of the best dressed guys in wrestling. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, yeah. He never wears the same gear twice. And he always looks wonderful. And the Moose logo is sick. Yes, it is, with the dollar sign. My daughter walked into the master. She's like, that guy's got money on his pants. <laughs> I was like, yes, he does. You're damn right. Uh, so, Moose versus Rhino. This is just your standard hardcore uh, rhino match. weapons rhino match. And Moose hits a... Uh, this is not a match. This is a match you'd see in WWE, but it's not a match you'd see Rhino wrestle in WWE, if that makes any sense. It does. Moose also hit the Macho Man elbow drop. Yes, he does. And he also hit another one, but and he's denied. And like the first five seconds hits the uh, no jackhammer needed. Yes. Uh, and then... Also, Rhino might have had the slowest... Tables. Gore through a table I've oh, ever seen. Oh, I was talking about the power bomb. Oh, the power table. bomb. He power that bombs through the table. Everything that Rhino did was slow. And then he gores. Uh, he still looked good. Toward the, he did. Toward the end of the match, he gores uh, the ref and Moose through a table. Moose kind of pulls the ref in front of him to protect him. Uh, he goes in. There's no one to count the pinfall, though. But a ref runs in. It counts to really cool near fall there. And then there's a low blow. And the no jackhammer needed. 13 minutes. And Moose wins the match. What did you guys think? I'm glad they finally went with the younger wrestler. Not even, not even really that Moose is that much younger. He's just right. a younger star. Right. And um, it feeds into that story. I, 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 this has been one of the funner arcs, I think, well, in wrestling. Well, what, what did you give it? Let's oh, I gave it 2.75. Okay. I, I mean, I was right in between 2.75 and 3. I was kind of, up until the moment I just said it, I was kind of juggling what I wanted to I, say. I was writing on here like 2.75, 3, going back and forth. The the Macho Man ring gear was what made there me give go. it a 3. There you go. I gave it a 3. There you go. I thought the no DQ. It was fun. I thought the no DQ was very helpful. I really had no gripes about it. No, it, the, and you know what? At this stage, this is what you're going to get from Rhino. Yeah. And it's perfect. He's yeah. got some left in the tank. Um, Serious question, though. Who is next for Moose? He is going on this legend killer spree. I've been thinking about this today. Former, I, I got you going on it you this did. morning. I want it to be Kurt Angle, but it won't be. It won't be Kurt Angle, no. Because he's under contract I, with the I, dub. It's going to be Matt Hardy. Yeah, I could see that. I can see that. Mo- Moose's next pay-per-view opponent, he is going to kill former world champion Matt Hardy. And that's in April, right? Yes. Uh-huh. So that'll give Matt time to get out of his contract by get... Bray. I could see it. That's about to happen. I could see it. I could definitely see it. Right? Make Cause, it happen. Cause Book the, it. Because the Fiend's going to mess him up because he's hinted that on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. So. And they just moved Matt to SmackDown like Randomly. unceremoniously. They're like, Matt, by the way, Matt's on SmackDown oh, now. Weird. I wonder why. I wonder so, why. So RVD, Ken Shamrock, Rhino, you gotta have another world champion. Matt Hardy's coming up. Hulkster, M- Moose, Hulkster never held the Impact Championship. I want it to be Sting too. Oh, Sting well would be cool. Sting would be cool. But it's your uh, Jeff other, other Jeff ones. Jeff Jarrett. Jarrett. Other open. ones that are no, not working for WWE. It's hard. Mr. Anderson. Yeah. James Storm. Dude, Raven. The thing about James Storm. Raven would be good, but can he? He can't work, work? though. That's my. Can he walk? I could walk. Probably. He could talk. The thing is, these haven't been like. Like easy matches for the legends. Like Moose is kicking their asses. Yeah. So whoever it is, it's got to be someone that has at least one big match left in them. So I think I could definitely see. He is kicking their asses, but at the same time, he's making them look good too. Yeah. But at the same time, he's always using a heel uh, move to finish. Yeah. He's always kicking them in the. How about AJ Styles? No. Okay. Uh, Sacred. Sacred. We'll see. I'm sure it's going to be someone exciting. Up next, we see a shot of Tessa warming up for her match that we'll see shortly, and then we get a tag team video package. Tessa is such a scary looking. uh, Like she has such a scary, angry face. She looks like she'd be kind of a bully. She has the crimson chin. Yes. She does. That's I just mean. bullied the bully. Here you did. Well, that's right. That's the ultimate weapon. Bully Wait, the bully. Was that like a retrospective bully? Like that was you just throwing that back two years ago? Yeah. Yeah, six years ago. Yeah. That too. Um. So we get a video package for the tag team match. Uh, it plays Wait. back to. Yeah. Greg was right. What? This is the last episode. Kyle is a bully. Yeah. Wow. He, the real Kyle is finally coming out. Wow. You were right, Greg. I'm sorry. Don't throw a damn pen in my <laughs> eye, dude. Do not throw a uh, pen in my eye. There's not even a video stream. Why would you do yeah, it? Yeah, you have glad. I don't think there was a video stream there was last not. time either. Damn. There was not. I just hunted um, at him. So we get a video package, Ow. and it, basically it's it, we see that uh, Willie Mack sustained an injury, and so... No. Yes. Rich Swan won the number one contendership oh. on his own. Would you, you let him tell the story? sucking asshole! Wow, we're, dude, we're done. We're done. Anyways, there's no uh, going back. No Swan won the upward contendership by himself, and then on Friday at the brewery show, he got injured in a match, and so now Willie Mack has to return the favor, and he vows to win 
the tag team titles on his own in a handicap match against the North, and that's exactly what we're going to get. It is Willie Mack versus the North, Josh Alexander and Ethan Page, all ego Ethan Page. By the way, shout out to him for working with Salmonella. Because he almost shit his pants. That can't be easy to do. And Impact told him he didn't have to work this match. And he, he was like, I'm anyway. working. And uh, that's going to be the match, a shortish match, but uh, one of the f- funner handicap matches I've seen Ten in a while. 10 minutes and 37 seconds. Can we talk about the Destroyer? Yeah, let's do it. So The Doomsday Destroyer? Yeah, at one point, uh, oh. there you go, Keegan. Uh, at one point, yeah. Ethan Page is on Josh Alexander's shoulders. Somehow, Willie Mack gets up top. I mean, he gets up top. That's not the somehow part. A guy can climb the top. He climbs up top, and he hits a, a Destroyer off of that somehow. I don't know how he did it. It was amazing. It was incredible. It was like a sunset flip from the top turnbuckle, yeah, over for a destroyer. It was awesome. Uh, But eventually, the numbers game proves to be too much. I also like at the beginning that the North kept just tagging in and out. Yeah, a lot of frequent tags at the beginning. So they they weren't even doing anything. Yeah, just just keeping him on his feet. What'd you Uh, give it? I hold on. I gotta get to the finish. Tell the story. Uh, uh, Eventually, the numbers game catches up to Willie Mac. They hit a bunch of really cool. Tag team moves that he kicks out of, but then they hit their finish, which is like a torture rack, like into a backbreaker thing. I don't know if it has a name. I don't think it does. The North's finisher. The North, yeah, the North hit the North finisher. I call it the Northern uh, Lights. They win. I like that. Nice. And the North retain in ten thirty seven. I gotta say, I wasn't expecting much from this match, but I should have been. What'd you give it? Three point two five. Willie Mack is a very good worker, and obviously the North are one of the best tag teams in the world, so. I should have known this was going to be good, and it was. I gave it three and a half. Uh-huh. Mac is so good. So and good. He needs to be a future world champion. Yeah. Bound, Bound for Glory, I'm pretty sure I um, heavily praised Mac. He's you did. so good. And you did. I, I, yeah, I gave, it, I gave it three and a half because he was so, so good. They the, North look, are, the North's really good, too. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and they made him look like a million bucks. Uh, we can only pray that someday we get to see Keith Lee versus Willie Mac. Why the two the two yeah, just be I the mean two I think, like surprising the yeah athletic the two athletic guys. big yeah. guys yeah I told Zach that you look at uh, Willie Mack and you don't expect much and then he gets out there and it's, he's doing standing moonsaults and yeah, destroyers Jesus, and it's crazy and he's, amazing he's, when he talks he doesn't have the most charisma in the world but when he gets no. in the ring he has more charisma than anybody yeah. else and in, I fact, knew- in fact when he talks it's he almost sounds lost he does <laughs> it's very strange it's, like I don't want to hear him talk he needs right. a manager yeah Rich Swan kind of I guess was doing that for him but. Uh, hopefully he heals up by the way because apparently that injury is maybe legit i think it is unfortunate uh anyways now we're to something special yeah so uh first we have final match of big boys and bodies that's right and what a match to go out what a match oh we get a video package for the main event of course tessa blanchard says that uh what does she say i have the quote written down here i'm not going to make history because of my gender or because i'm a woman i think one of those two things is probably true uh, because th- you said the same thing twice. You know what? One, one is the other. Bit of an oxymoron, Tessa. At any rate, this was a really good video package. I just had to take that one line because it made me laugh. And uh, then we get Tessa Blanchard versus Sammy Callahan for the Impact World Championship that is around Sammy's waist. And uh, they don't waste any time. They instantly both hit the finishers. Like, at the bell, Sammy hits the Cactus Special. Tessa hits the Magnum. They both kick out. And from there, they kind of just go. And they don't stop. And they just kind of beat each other up for a while. And cuss at each other and spit on each other. A lot of spitting, cussing, flipping birds. A lot birds. of leg selling by Tessa. Yeah, a lot of selling the leg. Tessa. Dude, she's she's so good at selling an injury. Like, she's literally about to die. At one point, I was thinking to myself, too. I'm like, Luke's going to be impressed with how she's selling this leg injury. She did a good job. Yes. She did a she, job. she did almost the whole match. Um, yes. We get a lot of... There's so much like, in this match. It's hard. tears. It's hard to explain everything that goes into this. This, this is a special special match and it's hard to explain why with just looking at what happened in the framework of the match it it, it was the storytelling what it meant behind it it was so dramatic and it was so tit for tat and you just wondered because tessa kicked out of so much shit yeah no matter what sammy did no matter what still looks strong no matter what submission sammy put tessa in no matter what moves how many cactus specials she got hit with she always kicked out and fought her way back and the selling and she was an excellent seller i mean sammy is one of the most detestable, hateable people in the and ring. Just gross looking. That everyone loves at the same time. Like right. he, I can't remember the last time somebody had this much real life in ring heat. Like, when was the last time? Like, I can't think. Of one. I can't think of somebody since the Dudleys in ECW. Maybe like people hate Sammy Callahan when he's. But in the they ring. love him. People were flipping him off and yelling at him this whole match. And it just, the dynamic of this match, and the crowd just kept getting, they kept building and kept building with every near fall. And there were some 
very convincing near falls in this match. Which, which, by the way, with all the Tesla stuff going on, yeah, I wasn't. Sure I was what so the crowd glad. Was be I'm like. glad they were all behind. I'm it. just gonna get into this last yeah. like couple minute sequence ahead, here. Uh, so. A really nice Samoan drop to Sammy by Tessa. She lifts him up with the injured leg and is able to hit a Samoan drop. Then she hits a Magnum for a super close near fall. And then uh, Tessa pops up after Drew and suplex and just the look on her face. She's like full of rage and determination. And she's so like intense in that moment. And then Sammy grabs the belt. He's going to hit her with it. But the ref steps in, gets spit on right in his eye, like Oh my God, that looked unpleasant. Like Bret Hart, yeah. yeah. But he takes the belt away as he's turning to give the belt to the timekeeper. So I don't know where these brass knuckles came from, but Sammy produced some brass knuckles. Goes to hit Tessa with them. Dick kick. Uh, get a dick kick. Another Magnum, and Sammy kicks out. A cactus special, but Tessa kicks out, and then a destroyer to Sammy, and then a Panama sunrise. No. Oh yeah, and then a DDT, and that finally puts Sammy Callahan away, and Tessa Blanchard is the Impact World Champion in. It's like 25 minutes. I, I forgot to put the time down. 4.75 for me. I have one very small gripe about this match. I do think there was maybe one or two too many finishers hit in the match. That's a very nit, nitpicky thing. I don't think the match needed it, and that's why. Uh, other than that, this was just... This is one of those... This is a Cody Dustin when wrestling is art and art, meat, and storytelling, and it makes what we got here, and I'm very happy with what this match was. I'm going to give it a 4.9. Out of five. You oh can't do God. that. You damn anarchist. Um, since it was the last show, I had to do it. Uh, I thought the finishers for Tessa made sense, that she had to beat him by yeah. hitting so many finishers. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean... It, but that she survived. I don't know so if she needed moves. to be hit with 800 cactus specials, right. though. But, yeah. four po- Really, 4.75. Very watch good match. Watch this match. It, watch it. It's so worth the watch. I could almost give it five. I, I was loved close. it. I, was I, close. I loved it so much. Luke, what'd you think? I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I actually gave it four and a half. But I think, I still think it would have been, if if that Tessa drama wouldn't have happened, I, I think I would have enjoyed it more and it would still have been, it would have been a, better. Because it, though the majority of the crowd did support her. There were, when the match started especially, she was there, the boo birds were kind of out yes, a little bit. And, and I don't know if you guys saw on Twitter, like um, her at the end, because Impact goes like right off the air. She yeah. wins the title. She like wins the belt. She doesn't and even, then it's she like doesn't like even get a chance to like hold the belt. It's yeah. like, oh, we're done. Um, so afterwards, she kind of like cuts a quick promo of like, you know, uh, people change and you can love me or you can hate me, but I'm the Impact World Champion. And there was some people saying you don't, or there was people saying you deserve it. And then there was like a small section being like, no, you don't. <laughs> oh, come on. Um, so I think that that unfortunately just took a little bit away from me, but man. Great match. The iconic yeah. moment. The storytelling was fantastic. I just, where do you go? Where do you go? Yeah, what's next there? for Tessa? That's kind of what I wanted to talk about here for a minute because she wins this huge match. I mean, do they go back to Sammy? Do you have Sammy win it back? How long does Tessa hold the belt for? Who she face? Because now they have an issue where, I mean, obviously Tessa is this transcendent talent and this isn't something you're going to see a lot of in right. wrestling i don't think and rightfully so because suspension of disbelief is still a very important thing in wrestling and i was my my disbelief was suspended for this match but i worry like you can't put her against a michael elgin right really and have it be a realistic like i'd kind of start to feel bad that's for thing. her that's the thing is is sammy was the only realistic yeah. one you could put her against because uh brian cage would have wrecked her yeah so what what's next who, her who's and brian next? cage have had some damn good they matches, have though. they have who's next actually tessa beat cage in a match yeah he did uh, that was who's, an awesome who's match. next man i don't for know tessa. i don't think it's moose yet but i think that's who's going to take it off of her you think so it, yeah you could man check okay eddie takes the x division title from ace you could have a good old few matches with Can Ace you imagine? Oh, just think about with that Ace Austin character. Oh God! In a program with Tessa Blanchard, print, print, prints money. Like sign me up for that. I would lo- and just and and here's the thing: Tessa fine just whips the shit out of Ace in the yeah. blow off match. Right? Sign me up for that. I think that's the way to go. Yeah, I love that. That'd be idea. perfect. But other than, I mean. I, th- I think either Elgin or Moose are the two guys right now that could take it off of her. I don't know how long. I think she holds it. I think she retains it at Rebellion against whoever she's facing. And lose it at Slammiversary. And then loses it at Slammiversary is kind of what I'm thinking. Uh, and that would be a nice, what, five, six month reign for and that her. Would g- and have Moose take it off her? Yeah. Yep. You? Yeah. I cool. Mean, I mean, honestly. And that's how we go off the air. So overall, what did you guys think of, of Impact Hard to Kill? I thought... 
What was your letter grade for it? My letter grade, I'm gonna go with a B plus. That main event, I would go, I would have went with a like a probably a C plus, but that main event, or maybe a B, but that main event really pumped it up for I, me. I gave it a B plus. I don't think it was as explosive as some, Homecoming, uh, Homecoming and Bound for Glory, or even Slammiversary for that matter. Yeah. Um, I do think it was one of their weaker pay per views, but he, I'm still giving it a B plus because yeah. it had a lot of really fun and moments. They're knocking it out of the park, and though. it made me want to go and watch Impact after so, I get home tonight. So here's so here's another, that. Here's another thing. We're saying it's their weakest pay-per-view of their last few, and it's a B-plus. Yeah. I mean, so they've been putting on some excellent shows. Are. So, B-plus, um, that match on the Elgin-Edwards match, they had me. Yeah. They had, they had me that hook, line, it. and sinker. Yeah. B-plus for sure. Cool. And with that, our last Shit. match that we've ever looked at is in the books. We've got two calls to get to, and uh, instead of taking a look at what's next week, we'll, 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 we'll bid our adieu to you for yeah. one last time. And then we'll too sweet. One last time. But first, let's get to Kiefer and the Real DZ and see what they have to say. Hello, big boys. I've been waiting for this. Thank you for hope the Val Venus impression. And I hope you guys also made it through yesterday's football without strangling each other over the Seahawks. <laughs> we, we did. We did. Well, uh, I just finished watching Hard to Kill and have to say I'm rather surprised that Taya Valkyrie came out with the victory and retained the championship over Jordan Grace and ODB. Personally, I really thought it was uh, Jordan's time, and I'm actually very surprised that they've had her this long and don't have her winning the Knockouts Championship. But uh, I feel that her time to shine is coming, hopefully soon, especially with John Morrison debuting for WWE. I assumed that Taya wouldn't be much further behind him uh, what do you guys think? Do you think that Taya's time is coming up, or is she going to reign for much longer? Bye. Kind of like we talked about, I think Rebellion is going to be the moment for Tess, or for Jordan. I think it Also, be. Packers won. They beat the Seahawks. Yeah, they did. Aaron Rodgers, the, the GOAT. didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah, there you go. I think I think Keith's right, though. It should have been Jordan's time, but it's coming. Yeah. Well, I honestly, at this point, it's not going to be Jordan's time until it's one-on-one with Taya. And, and it's going to be a knockdown, drag-out, four-star match. And the more, I th- the more I think about that, too, I mean, y- you only want to do so many big major title changes on one show, and everybody was going to be talking about uh, Tessa, Tessa Blanchard yes. and Sammy Callahan, and it would have been really easy for that knockout's title to kind of just be lost in the mix. Uh, so, in a way... But that's going to be kinda such a great crowning moment. I know. I can't wait. Jordan, she's, yeah. she's the future. And... Our last call. Uh, wait, wait. Do you think Ty is going to go WWE? Uh, no. No. Okay, me neither. I think she's going to say an impact. Or go to AEW. Or go to WWE. I don't know. You know? AEW could use her. I'm just playing jazz at this point. And for our last call. Why not? Why not end Our it? last call of Big Boys and Body Slams in the history books is going to the real DZ of professional wrestling. We haven't screened these calls, so he could say anything. I already talked to DZ. Hey, Big Boys Body oh, yeah, Slams. Man. This is, for the final time, oh, man. say it with me, the, the real DZ of professional wrestling. Dakota Zankner oh. here to say thank you to each one of the big boys in Body Slams. Zach, Kyle, Luke, it's been a pleasure. I am blessed to call each one of you my friends. And I thank you for allowing me to be a part of this since day one. I'm sorry that I couldn't host a show with you guys as we originally planned. But we all love wrestling. And I know that we will all make a difference in the business someday. You guys are always welcome for any AEW event at my house. Hell yeah. This is the Real DZ of Professional Wrestling signing off. D, thank you, buddy. Hey, oh I will probably be there for the next one, just the February show. I won't um, be. It's the same days as Shahil's wedding show, so. I, I do want to say, uh, Dakota was was the OG friend of the podcast. He was. Yes, he was. He was. He, he was, was the always there to give us feedback, even during our first run, which we didn't get a lot of feedback at the time. We got a little bit more this time, right. but uh, Dakota, but, you were always there to listen to give your 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 honest opinion on our takes. And so for that, we thank you. You don't you don't and thank us. We're we thank you. To call you friend too, buddy. Yeah, we love yep. you, man. And yeah, I should be there on the 29th. I All should right. be. I wish I could be, but um, yeah. Thanks, Dakota, for always, always messaging us and hanging out and 
Just being the dude, yeah. you know? Well, D- being the real DZ. Being the real DZ. And so cutting a promo every single time. So let's do something. I'm going to put you guys both on the spot. Okay. Here. Okay. So we all we know that this is the end now. This is the, our, our paths for Big Boys and Body Slams is coming to an end. What was your guys' favorite, I, I don't want to say moment of the podcast, but what when you think of, of Big Boys and Body Slams, what's going to be the standout thing for you? I don't like to use the word thing because it's kind of a dead word, but... Yeah, you know what? What? What are you gonna remember? I think my favorite episode was the questions episode. I loved that one. Where the, that, had, I think that was my. We too. had like twenty five questions or whatever, and we were just having a good time. We were just having a blast. Our asses were boosted, and then my favorite part was when Colin called in and asked Luke if he'd ever cried at a wrestling show, and Luke just looked at us, and he just knew. <laughs> <laughs> just, just yeah, just prodded at me. Oh. I think I think my favorite episode was uh, was one night stand. This, that one was yeah, really that was fun. So that was episode fun. three, right? That yeah. Was, that was the first time where I felt like we really started to hit our stride, like, and really kind of start to gel as a unit, if that makes sense. And it's still harder for me to listen to the older shows just because our format doesn't lend itself to, like, easy listening as no, much. No. But that was the episode where it was like, hey, we could be onto something kind of fun here. Yeah. I, I think, I think, I mean, all of the. What I think when I think uh, big boys and body slams, all of our inside jokes, man. Yeah, I, I think, there's a lot of them. Yes. There's a lot of them. I think, damn, I'm having fun. Friend of the podcast. I think friend of the podcast. I think boost my ass club. I think um, uh, uh, peak drunk uncle. Man, that uh, one didn't come out for a while. I kind of forgot about peak drunk uncle. Yeah, well, we have cowboy a few. Kenny. Yeah. Oh my god. The, the cowboy. The cowboy, man. <laughs> you notice that people just stop challenging you because you just showed I know, up every you show. Up I know, every week. Um. There's a lot of you guys that really made this work. That yeah. made, like, you guys made it easier to do it. Yeah, you got you got Keegan, you got Keith, you got Slebby, you got a sugar daddy, you got, you got Jake Jonas, you got Sabo the Savior, Sabo the Savior, you got DZ, you got Nolan, you got Powell the Podcast, Powell the Podcast, yeah, Aaron, yep. that, you got the Professor Joe, you got Reckless Robbie, you got Cameraman Colin. There's tons of guys out there. Jordan Kelly running our Instagram page. Yes. Yeah, we couldn't have done it without you guys, especially the second and, and there's And there's more of you guys, oh, too. Oh, yeah. Tony. Remember, Tony's called in a few yeah, times. Talese. Talese. David yeah. Ritter is always Dave, good Oh, to David to. Ritter's the man. Uh, we couldn't have done this without you guys. Like, seriously. this The and only reason we came back was so we could have interactions with uh, and wrestling fans. And, hey, I'll, I'll dro- I dropped right now, like, right before. Before we're done letting you guys know it's our final episode i'll put all of our actual twitters on there so you can get a hold of us yeah let's and, just keep talking wrestling just because yeah. the show's ending doesn't mean that our relationship with you guys has to end and who knows maybe you guys get so many people to want it back we come back maybe for one episode and that one episode oh there we go wwecw and who knows? Maybe we all have other projects going on too. Yeah, I know, you I never know. Keegan's came to me with a couple ideas today for future. You never know. And I'm not ready yet, buddy. But we just because this book is closing, that we got several other books we might open. You yeah. Know? Hey, this book might reopen. You never How many know. times do you think Star Wars was done? Yeah. Ooh. You know, in wrestling, they say retirements are never permanent. Ask so. Diamond Dallas Page. That's right. Uh, the I think rest it's, is still under. I think. That's right. I think there's. We also probably shouldn't like let people know Zach's having another kid. Luke's going away to college. It wasn't going to last forever. Yeah. And I. Changes are coming. I'm so proud of what we were able to do. And I know we never, we never got out to the masses and we never reached the audience that we hoped. But listening where we started and how far we came and just how close we got, I mean, it's all. Our format change was the best. Oh, the hiatus oh, and yeah. the return was yeah. the best yeah. thing that ever that, happened. That us. service does very yeah. well. And the switch to Anchor, honestly. Yes. Again, guys, you can hit us up whenever you want. Yeah, we'll chat wrestling with you guys. And we'll thank chat you. whatever you want. Yeah, just hang out with yes, us. Talk to us. Feel free. That's the reason we came back because we wanted we wanted you. That's part of the reason we went on hiatus. We just wanted dialogue, and we got a lot of that. So I I'm want very you thankful for all it. the root for the Packers for me this weekend. Though. Go Pack, go because I don't want the Niners to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, so. and I'll, I'll probably be with Zach during yeah, that. I'm sure, we'll be watching, the game, we're watching the game together. So if you guys want to hit either one of us up, we'll be together. Yeah. So we love we, you guys. One so last much. time. Oh, Put, hey, we forgot to say thanks to Greg. Oh, yeah, thank you, Greg. Greg. He was like our first fan. And, yes. and Matthew Villa. Yeah. Yes. And Joe Colton. Yeah. Yes. Oh the OGs. Yes. We can't forget the OGs. Yes. Yep. So. So this this run, guys, I got to say. It was fun. And not only was it fun, fellas. It was too, too sweet. sweet.